There's gotta be enough scripts in here for the entire school. Now put those pills in that beaker and fill it with Mountain Dew. to do these um, these concerts um, you know by uh, was Adam Adam Lemson you know Adam yeah, Lemson yeah, yeah. the director uh, he was he was kind of coordinating that I did the rink with him god is it two years ago oh jeez time, time's going um, but yeah he, he sort of he writes you and he's like hey do you want to do this sort of concert you know I'll shoot you some cash and you know it's just one song no worries and I'm like yeah yeah sure no worries and then it actually gets to the day and you're like oh my I've, I've not rehearsed this nearly enough. I don't know it nearly as well as I should. Oh no! But you get there and it's sort of like, you know, the lights go down, music goes up, and you kind of, you make something of it. But I always forget how, how stressful most things can yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. It didn't show though. Never oh, well, exactly, yeah. Hopefully, you, th you try to make it not show, but no. It was a lovely song, so that was, that was helpful. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right, so, so, here we are. Yeah. Be more chill. Be more chill, yeah. Um, this is playing Steps. I still remember you in Louisville. When you were playing, well, you were playing the kids. Yeah, and now you've kind of graduated. Graduated. Literally. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I have to say, it kind of feels like a return to that world because I start when that was my first job. Yeah. And I started doing Louisville, and it was it was rooted in youth and a young sound and this like vibrant choreography and everything. And that was you know that was what introduced me to the industry, and I loved it. Um, but since then, I've kind of kind of moved away, I've done a lot of classical theatre, yeah, you, you know, legit. yeah, I went legit, you know, I've done some classical plays, I've done some Sondon, I've done some like, you know, Rogers and Hammerstein, and I haven't really revisited the, the kind of young, puppy rocky genre that much, which is a shame, because I love it, I yeah. do love it, like, you know, Legally Blonde and all that stuff, that's my jam, um, so when this came up, having just done Fiddler as well, I was like, yes, please, this is such a departure from what I've been doing recently, that it couldn't be more exciting. I mean, also the fact that it's, it is be more chill. Yeah. And I had, I'd looked into it and I was like, this thing is, this is a juggernaut that I don't yeah. fully understand yet. I still don't understand Had yet. you heard any of it on, well, did you know of it? Do you know, do you know what, Phil? I did, um, I can't remember when this was. It was a couple of years ago. It was before I had a baby and I had a spare time. That doesn't exist anymore. But I spent a Sunday, I was just, I was really into Heathers at the time. Um, which I saw at the other palace, and I was watching YouTube animatics. Have you heard of these? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was watching YouTube animatics of like Heather's songs, which are, which are brilliant. Mm. Uh, and there was on like unrecommended, you know, the next view. There was a Be More Chill one. I was like, I don't know what this is, I'm going to watch it. Uh, I think it was a two player game I saw, and I was like, this is cool. I don't know what it is, but this is fun. And that was, that was kind of, I watched a few of them, I was like, great, cool, an American musical, that's fun. Didn't think much of it, but then when it came back, I looked back into it and I was like, "Wait, there's so many views on like those videos. There's like millions and millions of views, and the streams. There's like 300 million streams on the Spotify. So you kind of got an idea. Like, there's this is a big deal. This show is a big deal to a lot of people, which makes it very exciting, I think, because it clearly connects with people, and people clearly have a very strong reaction to it, which I think is reflective of all the best kind of art that you know." people connect with it and people really do with Be More Chill. Does it worry you that you yeah. have to kind of 
Yes, yes and no. I like to think it more excited me than worried me. I think this idea that, yes, okay, obviously, it's a very expectant fan base. Um, it's a very passionate fan base. But for me, that's, that's more exciting than it is daunting, I think. Um, you know, I, I myself am very passionate and excited about a lot of things. But for me, that never, that never reflects into negativity. Yeah. It's always an exciting, positive thing. And I think it's the same with most fan bases, most fandoms. That, you know, at the heart of it, at the core of it, they love it. And if you love something, that will reflect positively on anyone involved in it. And I, I, hold, I hold true to that. And I think, I think people will do the same with this. So tell me more about who you play in the show. So, that's, I mean, it's a part unlike anything else. I'll never get a chance to do anything like this again. Um, so I'm going to relish it. Um, he's the Squip. The Squip. That's the name of the character. Which stands for? Which stands for Super Quantum Unit Intel Processor. Um, so essentially, I'm a computer. Yeah. I manifest as a Keanu Reeves-esque person on stage. But the character itself is this AI who is inside Jeremy's brain and it's, it's the way I like to describe it is like you know Ratatouille yeah. you know the guy's got the rat in his head like yeah. pulling his hair telling him how to cook that's, that's me I'm the rat in the hair um, basically telling Jeremy everything he needs to do using math and calculations to formulate possible like, like futures and ideas and be like hey if you buy that shirt at that point this person might notice it then probability wise that will mean you have this relationship it's like you know, he's, he's using so much stuff to see Jeremy succeed uh, and provide him with the tools he needs. It's brilliant. There's a line in it that goes, um, everything you need to succeed in life is good hand-eye coordination and a cheat code. And I'm, I'm the cheat code. And I think we've all felt like that, haven't yeah. we? We've all like gone, oh man, I wish, I wish there was just something telling me this is exactly how you need to do this. This is exactly, if you want to succeed, just do this, this, this and this, and you will. It's guaranteed. It's, it's wish fulfillment, like, to the nth degree. Um, but in terms of my character, he's this AI. He desperately wants to help Jeremy. That remains true. But I think as the AI develops and realizes that it can sync with other AI, it realizes, hey, I want to form a giant social network. And that's, that's the way to really help you, Jeremy, is if I, if I kind of invade everyone, then I can get everyone to like you. And it, it, kind of, it takes a twisted, darker turn um, as, you know, in a black mirror-y sort of way. Um, but the script wants the best for Jeremy. Obviously. Genuinely. Yeah, yeah. What were you like at school? Um, what was I like at school? I was, I, was, I was not as much of a sort of musical theatre nerd as I would like to be. I feel like I missed out, actually. I didn't, I didn't come to it until about university. I, I remember watching my sister in, uh, in Oliver Twist and being like, I think I want to do that, but I'm definitely not confident to do that. And I was, you know, I'm like that grumpy teen, just like, oh, I don't want to go and watch Oliver, but secretly you're like, man, I wish I was in Oliver so bad. Um, but no, I, I, think I, was, I think I had a lot in common with Jeremy, actually. That kind of like, keep your head down. Don't rock the boat. Kind of stay in the middle. Yeah. You know, don't. You don't want to. You know, you don't want to be too much of something. You don't want to be too passionate about something. If you just kind of like tread the water, tread the line, you'll get through. It was like a survival tactic. That you, you know, I mean, I think in this show a lot of characters speak to a lot of people, but that that first number speaks to me more than survive. This idea that like, hey. Anything could go wrong at any time. The best thing you can do is just try and try and just sneak through school. 
Um, so yeah, I actually I feel like if I had embraced my passions more at school, I could have got more out of it. But hey. And would you have taken a pill if you could have? Oh, I see. Oh God, who knows what you do when you're 14? I mean, maybe, I don't know. I don't know, I'm gonna say no, just in case my parents are watching. <laughs> but who knows? Yeah, yeah. I get it, I get Jeremy. I get it. How would you sell this show to somebody who had no idea what it's about? Um, I would say if you like, if you like the sort of Mean Girls, Heathers, High School Musical, um, idea. If you like delving into that teenage angst, but you also want a bit of a sci-fi twist, you know, you want that little shop of horrors plan element, that bit that's just a bit out there, a bit weird. Um, then Bebo Chill is the one that's going to deliver. Like, I mean, I've seen some of the costumes they gave the script on Broadway. Like, oh my goodness, these, the design, the the music as well that Joe Arconis has written. Yes, there is pop rock musical theatre stuff. But there's also like horror, there's like hammer horror, like <laughs> you know, there's there's sci-fi stuff. There's so much in there that you wouldn't expect from that genre of musical that it makes it kind of different to stuff we've seen before. It sounded like you were scatting as well in one of the songs. I what I did, I did it, do you know what it says in the score? Do you know what it says? It says robo scatting. That robo -scatting. Was my, that, that's my robo scatting. Put that on your scene. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Are you keeping the beard? Do you know what? I don't know. I don't know. It's a conversation we need to have. Um, but correct me if I'm wrong. I think Keanu Reeves has a beard right now. Yeah. I think he I think does. He is, yeah. It? Doesn't he? Keep it. So if we're being Keanu Reeves of 2020, then maybe, maybe we'll see. We'll see. No promises. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, man. <laughs> Lovely pleasure. Cheers. Grab that off you. Oh yes. There we go. Amazing. Um, would you send Blake over? Is he around? Pretty high, pretty high. I think, I, I mean, it was a great night. I really enjoyed it. I thought we had a great time. The show ran smooth. We all had fun. The audience was amazing. Like, it was great. You were better than smooth. It was fantastic. Great. Okay, that's good to hear. Well, I don't want to say that. You could say that. Um, but yeah, no, it was, a, it was an amazing night. I think everyone everyone stepped up their game and the audience was amazing. I didn't, I didn't really know what to expect from, you know, we've had previews with all these fans and people who already knew the show, loving it. Um, and I was like, oh, press night. Okay, well, this is a lot of people who maybe don't know the show as well. Are they gonna respond as well? And if anything, they were better. It was like a roarious response, uh, which, you know, from that first number filled us with this real joy and passion to carry on. And from day one, has it come together in the way that you imagined it would? Um, I think, honestly, I think it's better. I, I, I mean, I'm being candid here. I think the cast that's assembled here, like I knew the show a little bit from before rehearsal started from uh, you know the soundtracks and YouTube exactly, but the cast that they've brought together here, that Will Burton's assembled, that Stephen Brackett has brought into the room, has, I don't know, they've brought a real different dynamic to a lot of the characters that for me I think has brought some more heart to, to some of them and I don't know, I mean, I'm part of it, so I, you know, I can't, I can't say too much, but I think it's really brought a new life to the show, which is really exciting. 
And the beard's looking good. Get a little bit of a tiny Thank you. Yes, yeah, no. I think last time I saw you, it was, uh, it was quite wild. It was getting to fiddler levels. Uh, and I'm like, never again. That was too far. Um, honestly, I, look, I look back at the photos of when my son was born in the middle of the fiddler contract. And all I can see now is this like, long, long beard. Um, so this is much nicer. This is much more tidy, much more me. I think. Can we talk about the costumes in this show? Oh, can we? I mean... I am very lucky to be wearing what I'm wearing in the show. Um, Bobby Frederick Tilly has made some incredible pieces. I think I wear five costumes in the show, and each and every one is like, I mean, he briefed me. He said, these are your anime supervillain costumes, and each time you power up in the show, you get this new costume change, which demonstrates your new upgraded power level. And I was just like, yes, 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 yes. This is amazing. Uh, and so much fun but not just me everyone's costumes are like incredible like the design the pop everyone's character they're like you can tell who's everyone's characters are but they're not classic they're not stereotypical like the jock is not dressed like a jock he's got his own character his own personality which really shines through which i love do you have any favorite moments in the show oh so many but i think my favorite i'm not actually on stage for is just the entirety of the smartphone hour I just think that is a showstopper to end all showstoppers. Like the choreography, again, everyone's costumes, um, some of which are unexpected. Um, the vocals, Renee, let's rip in that number. I mean, the three, the three central girls just own it. But yeah, that whole number, it's clever, it's impressive. Uh, and yeah, it stops the show, it's amazing. And finally, if you had a script, who do you think would manifest as yours? Oh my goodness. Um, my squip would be Sully from Monsters, Inc. I, d I don't know where that came from. I just, I don't know, the John Goodman voice, the blue furry cuddly guy, I think, I think he would be trustworthy. I'd, I'd trust him with my squipness. That's you what watching, I'm going with. Sully. Because you're watching too much animation now, you're a dad. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, I think so, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you, man. Thank you, lovely.